Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. I am but one half of your hosting duo. With me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Robin. Hey, Robin. Hello. And we are going to do a podcast celebrating 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. I'm still shocked that... Uh, over a thousand people uh, want to support us in doing this silly thing, talking about LARP <laughs> and D&D. Um, uh, if, if anybody who has subscribed, thank you so very much. It really does mean the world to us. Um, and it, about a year ago, I think we hit like a hundred and I'm just like, oh wow, a hundred subscribers. Uh, and now like over a thousand. And now we're at this point where we're like, okay, well, what do we want to what do we want to do in the future? You know, where where is this um, where is this going? You know. Yeah, it does feel really weird the fact that we were like, um, like you said a year ago, be like, oh my gosh, we got to a hundred. I guess the next goal is to get to a thousand, and we we're like, oh, that's going to be like, you know, crazy to get there. It's really weird to think that we managed to get there now because, yeah, it's just. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been it's been a wild it's been a wild couple of years. Uh, we never really expected like we didn't plan for this to become a a larp podcast you know it was always just a uh, i kind of i wanted to start a podcast because i'm a podcast consumer myself and i was like you know i i think we should start one you know because we we i remember we used to like walk the dog in the mornings yeah. and we used to talk about <laughs> our interests whether it was cosplay or D. this is like before larp and then you know our, our growing interest in in uh in larp before we went and i was always like we should we should just record this and and put this out as a put this out as a podcast uh think things kind of things kind of happened in our life um you know there, there was big shifts but there was a big there was a big move for us and uh kind of in the the tabletop community we had a bit of a rough time um and we had to kind of forge our own way on our own and we went right okay you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rebuild a a community and um it is it is completely down to the larp community specifically the empire larp community uh that has kind of kept us going um and yeah because like it was it was scary at the start like like you just said we had just gone through a pretty rubbish time in the um tabletop rpg community and we were kind of struggling going for it i remember us being like oh do we definitely do we really want to do this you know what if something bad happens again um but like you said the community the larp community that empire larp community has just been incredible and it's just you know really helped us get through all of that and actually enjoy doing this (laughs) yeah yeah so looking looking forward into the um into the future uh the obviously we are um thrilled that the empire larp community has uh taken us up the way it has uh the only issue going forward when it comes to growth of a channel is that there's going to be a little bit of a glass ceiling when it comes to creating content just for empire larp because at, at any one time there's there's like you know three thousand odd players playing and people who have pre- played previously and played or, or planning on going to play and you, you might be hitting like 10 to eleven thousand people maybe which is again is a good number but that there is a glass ceiling to 
to that and it's, it's whether we want to uh push through that because we, we we definitely i'm definitely not saying that we're going to pivot away from making empire content because you know you don't you, you don't quit what got you to the dance you know you don't you don't uh <laughs> you, you, you you dance with the person you brought to the prom or whatever that saying is basically we're not i'm not gonna we're not gonna go oh we've got a thousand <laughs> subscribers let's just start making content on something completely different uh, but we are going to uh, we are going to change a few things up. We're still going to continue doing these podcasts. Um, the subject matter in the podcast might might change. It's definitely going to be a, we're definitely going to carry on, uh, you know, um, documenting our Empire LARP journey as mm. long as it continues. That is definitely not going to stop on our YouTube channel. I would like to start doing some more kind of short, shorter form content, some more traditional YouTube style videos, like uh, the ones we did. We we did one on how to get started with Empire. Um, yeah, which, yeah. Which which I, I look back at that now, and I'm like, I'm like, God, oh, that could do with not updating, but I think I think we're probably better. I'm a better content creator than when we made that. Like that's that was only eight months ago as well that we made that. That's crazy to think that almost only eight yeah. months ago. But like, yeah, like we definitely want to do a few more of those sort of videos to help people get into the hobby, but more generalized videos. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely want to go into a bit more detail on things like, you know, camping at LARP and um, just smaller things as well, like cooking at LARP, stuff like that, just to kind of answer all those questions that people have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would like to, because there is a crossover in the community as well. I, I, I'm not going to completely abandon LARP but I, I do want to dip my toe back into TTRPG creation as well um because that was kind of our first gaming love you know so yeah um and th- like I said there's a big there's a big crossover so look forward to more of that from us but yeah the podcasts aren't aren't going anywhere the podcast has been great um the 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 friends that we've made uh along the way uh we've had some amazing guests on um we've been s- super lucky um the, the guests have kind of helped us grow this community as much as just us so if you have uh, come onto the podcast um previously then thank you thank you very much you you know we, we you know we love you all uh but we, we're also um changing things up on our discord community so we got our we're doing a and a Q&A today we're going to answer some questions uh, today these are all from our discord server uh we are in the process of um shutting it off to just an open discord server for well, a couple of reasons security reasons we, we've had um you know you, once you start getting a little bit of visibility you're always going to get uh one or two issues you know um and obviously just to protect robin and myself we are basically going to be changing the discord server so that you get access through our patreon which we've just set up currently the patreon it's like i just i just set up a the basic tier for like three bucks uh that'll give you access to our server and it's just a if you want to you know it's just a a way of uh supporting us i we will look at uh content as well that we can put on there if people are interested in uh uh, that that type of thing it's it's a good if you want to support us it's one of the best ways to support creators in general anyway because if you give like twitch subs and things like that they you know amazon take a big cut of that um i think the, the youtube members as well i think they they take a big cut of that super chats i think they take a a, a good cut uh, patreon does as well but it's a little bit more direct um yeah. with that so we're, we're going to be working on that 
but it, everyone who's already in the server, who's already been supporting us in the server, you are you're going to be staying in the server. You know, you've got legacy. <laughs> you have legacy. You have legacy uh, rights. But with that, um, we we do want to be doing more of these Q and As because we we do get quite a lot. Every time we do these Q and As, we do get quite a lot of questions. So. Uh, we kind of thought, well, it's probably a good idea if people want to ask questions, then they can be in the server. Because last time I did this, I was like, hey, we're going to put questions in the Discord server. And that's when we got a few problems. We got a lot of people like jumping in that really shouldn't have been in there uh, type thing. So, um, yeah. So so if you want to get in there now, it's 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 via the via the Patreon. I'll put all the links uh, down below. But anyway, should we get into some of these some of these questions, Robin? Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so uh, like Oliver said, all our questions here are through our Discord. I'm just going to, um, do you want me to go for the first question? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Our first question is from the wonderful Dolly, who did say this was a joke question, but I'm going to read it out anyway. He said, um, my question is, who is the sexiest slash best Crimson Reaper? And why is it far? <laughs> yeah um okay yeah should we answer it we'll answer it seriously because okay uh just just to annoy him and not just say to annoy fuck. him yeah mm -hmm. uh pro probably probably uh what's will's character called again Lock lachlan yeah <laughs> there, there you go <laughs> probably emily <laughs> <laughs> All the Crimson Reapers are sexy. <laughs> You're all wonderful yeah. human beings, and we love yeah. you all. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we love that group. Uh, it, it, it's been fun. Uh, it, it's funny because um, obviously we, we've had two two of the two of the members of the Crimson Reapers on the podcast, and we know them more kind of out of character than than in character, really. Yeah. But it's been yeah, it's been fun interacting with the with the league you know it's been fun interacting with the league as well you know um because it's difficult at an empire because it's such a big game and your na nation has such a big impact on your game experience you know so it's it's always good when you have an excuse to uh role play with other nations and and see those intricacies between them yeah i know exactly yeah okay you want to go for the next one? I can, I can, yeah, read them out. My screen's quite far away, so that's testing my old oh, eyes. I, I, I can get no, it no, if I, you want. No, I, I can get it. I can get it. Uh, so, um, okay, so this is from uh, Clementine in the Discord server. If you were to start a noble house, what would its theming, sorry, what would its theming and heraldry be? This is a good question. It is a really good one because there are so many different things I would like to do. Um, but the main thing that comes to mind, and this is already a bit of a theming within several houses, but I'm a Game of Thrones fan and I'm a huge Lannister fan. I'd probably create a house and heraldry and lore based um, a lot around... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Around House Lannister. Um I I love the sort of dark history of the house and everything and how you could bring that into it. And it feels very Dawnish as well. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I haven't really thought too much about this. This is something that I would it, it's on my bucket list for uh playing in Dawn, I think, is uh going through all like making up the heraldry, uh I know this isn't part of the question, but yeah, the history and and things like mm -hmm. that. I don't actually have any ideas. Um, some of the some of the the 
the law that some of the um people come up with for their houses um this isn't like exclusive to dawn either but yeah some of the the law that people come up with their groups is just absolutely amazing i think i think scheming and color wise because we are we're in a bit of a a a dark gothic house now i think if i would come back in i think i would probably go i know you you should because we discussed this the other day you 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 shouldn't go like two primary colors but i think i would i would just to break the rules i would go like two pri i would go like red and just red and blue with with no with no yellow you know just 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 do that maybe like a silver or maybe a bit of yellow um (laughs) maybe a bit uh heraldry i haven't really thought much about that either what i would like to do so i i really like the um oh yeah well i'm just gonna i'll I'll name names uh because like you've got like house griffin song i'm not entirely sure they have told me that some of the members have told me bits and pieces about why it's called griffin song but it has to do with griffins um there's another house that we've interacted called house dillacorn and they've got uh they have a unicorn as their as their heraldry and there's a law behind why it's a unicorn uh and you 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 get a story with it you know so i haven't really thought about what uh, heraldry i would like but it would have to be something to do with i'd come up with the law first and then come up with the heraldry you know or maybe go oh yeah wouldn't it be cool so like our current heraldry is the is the hourglass with the black rose and that's all because Mm -hmm. it's we're all about uh yeah that 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 uh time that you have you know in that in that hourglass you know it's it's constantly going you know it's it's life death is the end is inevitable that that theming so yeah you know yeah i would probably try and try and find something that would be very different from what we've already done in other houses yeah um our our next question is from morgan and this is a very interesting question um morgan has has asked if arnel and godric were to fight damon and namiria who would win or would godric and damon leave their respective partners for a life of battle leaving namiria and arnel to become joint empresses (laughs) that's a that's a great question i think Ooh, man, that is that's a that's a really good question. <laughs> Do you have an answer for this off yeah. the bat? Mm. Yeah, I think so. So, well, this is a really tricky one because my gut instinct for answering this one originally, when I read it, was Arnel. Like Arnel would win. She, um, such you know, so so versed in, in battle and combat and everything. And then I stopped and thought. No, she wouldn't win. Not against Nymeria. Arnel was um, very, very good. She did things the correct way. Um, she is not honourable because we are not honourable in Dawn. But she was just a very good, a good knight is what she was, I guess, is the best way to describe her. Nymeria is lovely as well, but Nymeria tends to have it planned out before she starts fighting she's won before she started she's done all the planning done all the scheming done all the plotting that needs to be done and knows how the fight's going to go before it's even begun whereas yeah 
Arnell would run in and fight and do the right thing and um yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I I think I completely agree with that that, that second sentiment. Yeah, so if, if and also the, the question is if Arnell and Godric which which changes it a bit. It isn't if Godric would fight Damon and Arnell would fight Nymeria. It's if Arnell and Godric would fight Damon and Nymeria. So it I don't think I think they would have a better chance. Godric would definitely have a better chance if if Arnell were there, but even though they were quite different Godric and Arnell, they were very much the same as well in their attitudes mm. towards things. They were very much just like, you know, whoopee, let's go in and, and do the fight. You know, they were definitely types <laughs> if you walked up to them and was like, oh yeah, we need people to help us fight this. And you could convince them pretty easily. Whereas Damon, Nymeria, no, there's like people are already discovering that with us. Like we're, we're very different from Godric and Arnell. I think if they were to fight, I know now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think Godric and Arnell will be screwed actually because yeah, they would be screwed. Damon and Nymeria, D- Damon in particular, would have had the fight won before the fight even started, type thing. Mm. You know, I, th- I think he would. Uh, if if it was like an impromptu fight, then I think that Godric would be more prepared because he was the type that would probably just sleep in his armor. Um, yeah, but if it was if it was a planned fight, then I think I don't think uh, Godric and Arnell would would have would have stood a chance. I think. I think Godric and Arnell would be more crowd favourites if it happened in the in the Glory Square. Then uh, <laughs> they would definitely be the heels. You've because de- uh, we've definitely gone like we, we've got like baby faces and heels, haven't we? Basically, you know, it would have been yeah. a fun would be a fun one to do. But it's, I, I like that <laughs> a fantasy matchup. Um, the second part of the question uh, would di- um, Godric and Damon leave their respective parts for a life of battle? Uh, I no, not not at all. Um, because like D- Damon would, <sighs> yeah, G- yeah, God Godric wouldn't leave Arnell. I don't think, um, not yep. at the stage that he was at. It depended on what stage of his of his life, um, and uh, yeah, I don't think Damon and Godric would kind of link arms and and trot off to do things. They were very very different people. And were yeah, very, uh, and then Ar- um leaving Nymeria and Arunel to become joint empress. Um, I mean, they probably would be quite a force, Arunel and Nymeria together, but... They would be quite powerful, I feel. Like, just makes me miss Arunel! (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I had had a moment. It's been a while, but I had a real moment the other day, uh, and I was just, like, sometimes I'm just, like, driving along, you know, at work, and I will just just think about things that have, have, have happened and uh godric's reaction to certain things and i'm just like oh i'm not gonna be able to I'm not gonna be able to uh have to you know play with that mentality anymore so because yeah. i'm always like the whole like yeah let's go off and and do the battling and and big smile on his face all the time um it's just but i, I but also you know i get excited about what's to come with our no exactly yeah <laughs> you know um on to the yeah. next on to the next question. There's, there's a few here from uh John or uh is it Rodbard or Rodbeard? Oh I, I've got I've got it off my screen. Sorry. Mm. Uh, 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 uh Or Rodbeard. It's it's uh, it's a I'm assuming it's a Wintermarker name. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, so there's there's a few here from John. Uh first one, which Empire factions, PC or NPCs would you most like to roleplay with that you haven't already roleplayed with? Um, in brackets, you've probably role played with all the nations by now, so I guess I'm asking about halls, houses, guilds, etc. Uh, so fa- I mean, factions, there's quite a lot mm-hmm. of 
uh, ones I would like to roleplay with, and it's all NPCs. I would like to, because I haven't got to do much roleplaying with NPCs. I got to do, uh, and I've always enjoyed it. Um, it. It feels a lot more like playing playing a game when you're mm-hmm. roleplaying with NPCs, because you're aware that they are there. They've been put there by the game for a reason. They've got some information. So it's a bit more like asking your D like when you're playing D and D and you're, you come across an NPC, the DM has put them there for a reason to get these. They're going to get, they have something for you, something. Yeah. Um. So you're more likely to be like, Oh, but you're not going to do that to your other players, you know, cause your players aren't, they haven't prepared stuff to give you, you know, if you get what I mean. So the NPCs that I have interacted with, like the ghost, the, like the ghost, oh, the, yeah. the, the, that was really cool because it was just like, oh, question, question, question. And then the, um, the Yoten Godi as well um, that I talked to. It's just like, oh, it's you can, you get all excited. You're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you all this stuff because you've obviously got all this stuff for me. Uh, so I would like to, I would like to talk to more heralds of every realm. Actually, like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely partial to winter and summer eternals. Um, yeah, but I would like to talk to heralds of every, uh, every realm. Um, also, some of the NPCs, like from like the Iron Confederacy and all that, like some something along those lines. Hmm. Um. I wasn't too sure on this one, to be honest. Um, as as Aranel, I got a little bit of game with the Koan, and I really was hoping to develop that further and have some more game there. But I died. So I would like to <laughs> I would like to have a bit more game, a bit more interaction with the Kohan. I find them really interesting. Um I'd love the opportunity to fight alongside them and to learn a bit more about what they do and things in character. Obviously, we have had members on the podcast before, and I'd like to develop a bit more of that knowledge in character with them. And yeah, because as RNL, I did actually end up having quite a bit of game with them where they were going to come and help me out on a skirmish. And I got to go in and speak to them all. And it was quite intimidating, but really exciting to meet this group of people who were just so eager and excited about going out to fight. Um they were also one of the the last groups I spoke to when they commented on the fact that my palette had changed because I wore a lot of red before and it had changed into more black. And they said that is a bad omen to wear a lot of black. It is why the Kohan are so colorful. Wearing black is preparing for death. So it is a bad omen to go out to battle in so much black. Yeah. <laughs> Kohan, right? That um, was on the Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean the, the Brass Coast in general. Actually, I just we like we always walk through the the Brass Coast, but I don't, I don't, I don't get to role play with uh, the groups in there as much as I would like either. You know, yeah, um, yeah, de- definitely the the Kohana. Uh, I like their I like their brief and everything. I think, um, yeah, they got re- they got real cool and. Uh, badass star brief. Um, mm. I would like to role play with no specific chapters. I would like to role play with uh, 
high guard more because I've over the past two years I've barely had any game with any high guard with any highborn. Basically, yeah. I've had a conversation here and there, uh, but I haven't had game that specifically brought me to a high guard chapter. Um, and I, I, quite, I, I, lo- I love the the high guard brief and the um, the look and the feel um, in there. And I think my new character is uh, would would fit in a little bit more with stuff going on over there. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Cool. So the, the the next one from from John, um, is what skills from your professional life do you find most useful at Anvil? This is an easy one for me to answer. None. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah, there's no horses in Anvil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, like, no, no, not even. I mean, you know, I have to deal with, like, clientele, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, no, literally none of my professional uh, skills are transferable to LARP. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. I think kind of some of mine are. Um, I'm a supervisor in a detention room in a high school and you've got to, there's a lot of um, crowd control, I guess, is a good sort of one. Um, So that has definitely developed my confidence for walking in and speaking to a large group of people because, yeah, it can be quite intimidating when you've got a room of teenagers who have all been sent there because they've been too bad to stay in the classroom and to get control of a group like that that sort of skills definitely transferred over a bit but that that's it i think honestly i think i I think that'll be it i think there is like a little larp gem hidden there somewhere i think i think if you really think about it that we we tend to uh you know, we 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 tend we tend to have different versions of ourselves, right? You know, we have mm. a professional version of ourselves. And this is why, you know, in in uh, our modern Western culture, we like to have like this is like this is my my you know work voice and my you know this is how I behave at work. This is how I behave with my friends, and this is how I behave with my family, and this is how I behave on my own. You know, so that, that yeah. I think it's a um, I'm no I'm no psychologist, but. Yeah, pe- people will. They might be like, "Oh, yeah, I don't play a character," but you probably do. You, you know, you, your your work persona, especially people who are like in in sales, uh, people who work with the general public, and they have to, yeah, have to put on a, um, yeah, they 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 put up, you know, blast shields of parts of their personality, you know, all the time. Uh, social media usually the opposite happens usually like you know the, the like, we'd let those floodgates out and things like that so i think if you're larping and you're in an environment where you are having to you know pitch things to a boardroom or you're having to show leadership skills larp can definitely definitely help you i'm t- I'm, sp- I'm trying to spin this this question into like oh yeah what can you get out of larp for for um you know. I was I was almost going to say like I know that the question was what like skills have you taken for your job into to LARP, but I've taken more skills from LARP and applied it to my everyday job Same. than I have the other way round. Um, I am more confident at work, um, because of what I do in the LARP field. I feel more capable just as a person in general because I've been able to go out and LARP and fight and do all the scary things that come in with that. I'm a more confident person. Um, 
and just I feel a bit more prepared. So I think more the other way round um, applies a lot more here. Yeah, I, yeah, because I don't. There's a lot of things in my job that I don't get to do. Um, I work on my own, so I don't really get the, um, you know, I don't get a lot. I, I get the same human interactions pretty much all the time. Like, hmm. same with people that probably work in retail. You know, it's like, yeah, you're dealing with people every single day, but like I said, you have this like front that you 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 have to put across all the time. That's your professional front. Um, it's not it's not a variety of of social interactions so i mean this happens in like D D a lot like i'm all video games you know I, I i like an archetype but a lot of people um enjoy like that you know murder hobo thing in D D because it's it's like that they, they are um you know that they, they they have to follow a certain role every day they're mm -hmm. they're a law-abiding citizen and they they do always do what's right they're always having to think about other people and I think the reason why so many people try D&D &D for the first time, they want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to cause chaos because they can't do that in their actual lives. So uh, definitely for me, I, you know, I don't really get to do any like public speaking in my in my day to day job. I don't get to certainly don't get to do any acting, you know, no. in, in my day to day job. Uh, I usually I have to be quite uh, reserved and, and quiet and softly spoken in my day-to-day -day job as well. I can't be, you know, shouting and, and, and things like that. So I can't be over the top and I'm, I'm quite a, uh, I, I enjoy LARP as a creative outlet for that. It, it, it's same with, with, with D and D as well. Like I enjoy being able to be like, you know, cut out of that, that square hole, you know, and be like, I can be any shape peg, you know, I want to try being this, try to be that. That's, that's my personality. Um, and I think a lot of people, are like that but some people don't realize it you know and, and some people yeah. are afraid to to kind of change their shape a bit um so the next question there's a couple of questions i think i think we can roll them into one uh so this is again is from from john uh when monstering which imperial groups uh, slash nations are the most fun to fight against which are the most intimidating and which are the biggest pushovers um and the other question we can probably just answer as well is there anyone you would dread facing in a fight do you have an answer for this i think so okay okay i'm going to start with the last question of is there anyone that you dread facing in a fight there is one nation that i hope i never ever have to face in a fight get it over and with out the way <laughs> hmm? get it over with and out the way first <laughs> <laughs> Dawn. Yeah. I, I would hate to face Dawn and I'm like, we are terrifying. Yeah. I, we I... just run at them and none of us can stop. Have you tried stopping when you're running in that much armor? You're not stopping. Like, we can't stop. That is terrifying. These... I would not want to face us. No, it, it's funny because there's obviously ones that you get but because we're constantly on the other side. So the biggest example is like Dawn and Wintermark. Because we're big nations and we're shieldy nations, uh, a lot of the time we don't fight together because we're such so big. Uh, Navarre seem to like jump between the two, you know. So mm. um, we're very used to fighting Navarre and Wintermark as Druge, and they are very much uh, used to fighting us as like Jotun. Um, so I guess it's not a. I wouldn't be worried about fighting wintermark because i fight them th them as monsters all the time 
anyway. You know, I'm 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 constantly fighting Wintermark, um, constantly fighting Navarre. Um the the ones that um which are most okay, let's break this down so we're actually answering the question. So which which are the most fun to fight against? The most fun, uh, I would probably say are Navarre, uh, yeah. for me because it's it's only about half the time we actually get to fight Navarre and it's quite cool seeing them do their thing in the in the trees and things like that and that they're, they're they've got all their their tattoos on and they've got all their um well, they always have their tattoos on but you know what I mean the, 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 <laughs> the, the, their face paint and they they they're all um you know that they're, they're all they're all like uh fading into into the tree line they've all got their archers and things like that. it really does feel like you're you're fighting like these druidic elves or something they're really fun um yeah the uh most most intimidating um it's probably between for me the the schlachter of the of rushka they were pretty intimidating um yep. right <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yeah definitely for me they're terrifying well you got like in that that one time we fought them like head on you we didn't last long she got like oc injured didn't you oh yeah, yeah. They, they took us out yeah yeah they, we, we got absolutely steamrolled by the schlachter once um and ones that are like fun and intimidating are uh the are the brass ghosts i think mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Is Brass Coast um, and Varushka. So Brass Coast, I find them so fun and so interesting to fight because they are like they're so happy. Yeah. Like they are really happy on that battlefield. They're all colorful and they're bright, and they've got all their bells. And I think they're just they're going to slaughter me. They are so fun to be around on the battlefield <laughs> yeah because they're, they're not they're like fighting like rattlesnakes aren't they because it's like yeah it's like so they, it's like <laughs> it's like fighting something that's that's like colorful and loud and they look like they want to be there and they do not look like they want to step back you know they they don't they very even if they're stopping a line they always seem to be moving they always seem to be again they're colorful and they're, they're they look like they're having a good time and they're like constantly coming at you you know they don't also... just like stop in a line like seeing them fight some of them defy the laws of physics when they are fighting i have seen them run and jump over people and i'm just like how yeah. i'm i'm barely getting through these tree roots at the minute and you're just like you know flying past people um yeah no they are definitely the most fun <laughs> i think it's because they have that illusion of like mobility as well because a lot of the time you're fighting yeah. you've, got the, you've got that orc mask on you've got armor on you're like you're like, like slowly plodding and they, they look like they're very rapid in what they're doing because especially again, with all the fabrics and everything they, yeah. they they really do play into that illusion they're very distracting <laughs> yeah the, the biggest the biggest pushovers um that there's not really a nation that are big pushovers um unfortunately this is just true like uh new players <laughs> new players are the new players are the biggest pushovers uh, in general as a generalization yeah you you could i mean there was a few this year uh, specifically e2 i think uh when we took the barons back um and because e2 it was like obviously it was a, it was a new year e2 was the summer event there was a big influx of new players and we were fighting like against navarre um and wintermark two big nations that a lot of new players go to yeah uh, and dawn were being very very aggressive and we were with the, the marchers and everything so we were we were going gung-ho and you could tell out of character that uh yeah you we were just running at them and you could see like 
behind those masks, like, you know, new player eyes being like, oh, what is this? <laughs> you know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, yeah, so. yeah, I know. I think I'd have to do- agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick on a nation and be like a whole nation is a pushover because that's not quite true. But yeah, definitely those sort of like new players. <laughs> yeah, good job. Right, next let's see one. what's the next one. Um, Okay. Uh, so our next one is from Sophie and Sophie has asked what lineage would you most like to try next uh, for me I think it's got to be so so I've I've done changeling uh, Damon I almost made him a drow gear yeah um, I, I've said it a few times uh, I would like to have him gain a lineage in 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 uptime so because i think that's just cool i think it's just cool game if you yeah, be like oh yeah i have you know I've, I've i've become this lineage because of something that's happening in the game so for like um so for like drow gear it's like the gift of sorin I'm, I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure i think you can literally ask for it i think uh i'm not entirely sure if there's another way of me becoming drow gear and it, hey if the story takes me it might it, i might be another lineage but currently uh him becoming drow gear would be uh my 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 dream end yeah. goal for him <laughs> so even though i've technically not tried that yet um what would i like to try other than those two because i think the changeling and the drow gear are like it's summer and winter isn't it so it's like two complete opposites i think the other one i would like to try would be naga because i like i like snakes yeah <laughs> <laughs> i um i love changeling not just because of the the look of a changeling i do love the changeling look I love the behaviors and the attitude. I love being able to have a reason to role play out being angry at something. It is so much fun. It's something that I don't do often. And it's really fun being able to role play that out. Um, if it wasn't a changeling, I would definitely try Naga. And it's because of the prosthetics. Um, I'm really into like different types of prosthetics. I would love to do a full-on um silicon scales over my face and my neck and down my arms. I feel that's really cool. Um, the teeth and the um contact lenses, like they're just the whole makeup experience of a Naga, I think is really cool. Um I'm a big Doctor Who fan and there's certain um, races in Doctor Who that have that real Naga look to them. And I would love to experiment with making that an actual thing, give me like really high cheekbones with all these scales and everything coming up. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. You know, I haven't actually read like the, the briefs for Naga. So I don't actually know what role play. <laughs> I don't actually so know. I can't remember what it is. You have. But basically, I read through... This is why I went back to Changeling. I read through all the roleplay effects of all of them. And it just kept bringing me back to Changeling. Like, I did consider Cambion, actually. I considered Cambion. Yeah, Cambion and, and Changeling... Because a lot of them are. that They're, they're yeah. a little bit like... You know, they're a little bit like... Uh, you know, astrology um, signs. What would you call it? Horoscopes. So they're a little mm. bit like that. It's a little bit like... You, you can kind of fit yourself into any of them if you try it hard enough you know so you could be like oh yeah you know you'd be like oh i want to be like passionate and, and you could be like okay i'm you know i'm very you know yeah i want yeah I, you know i want to be very uh passionate about what i believe and i'm going to show that physically you can say okay i, I could be changeling because they 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 get angry you know yeah. but you could also be a cambion because they get stubborn 
you, you could use both those words interchangeably for describing yourself you know yeah, <laughs> like, definitely yeah you know if, if you're if you're you know being a hardcore warrior you can be like well you know a cambion makes sense a changeling makes sense mm. you know no exactly yeah so what so um right from phil uh slash uh previous general tancred in the discord what's your dream player event to run would it be different to your dream player event to play so I haven't really thought about this much before, but I think what I'd like is um, to run a Dawn-centric player event. Um, very similar to the tournament that we have just had, that incredible tournament that was organized by Dame Orem. I would like a full player event with um a tour with tournament styles with multiple tournaments over a couple of days. Um uh, really dawn centric um with um what are those chairs called when they've got the chairs instead of a stadium? The bleachers. Yeah, with bleachers around it, with all sorts. I would love to run something like that. That would be really cool. All combat focused, um, all for glory. Uh, and for the second part of the question, no, I um would also want to play in that one as well. <laughs> that's the one I want to run, and that's the one I want to play in as well. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's difficult because I think I think it's uh, my answer is pretty much the same. I don't know if I want to run it, but yeah, my, like my dream player event for for a, would be like a yeah, I guess it would be a, a Dornish a Dornish player event that yeah, it would be a a tournament, but it would be like the, it wouldn't just be oh let's all get together and all the combat people that like to LARP combat can come. It would be like a, a storyline. So again, a bit like the the tournament we just had in Dawn. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of like. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit orchestrated, and uh, there's going to be a plot. Um, and the, I think it would be really cool to have like some NPCs coming in as like Black Knights. Um, that would yeah. be really cool. Uh, some something along those lines, and then we find out who these Black Knights are, and it's it's a little bit of a oh what um, something that's really inherent within the the, the Dornish. Uh, the Dornish brief, um, something that would not just a random like random. Oh yeah, these Black Knights are Druze or something like that. Something that would come out of uh, some some kind of Dornish history or, or something. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. That would actually. be really cool. Yeah, running it would be would be difficult. <laughs> um, would I want to? Yeah, yeah. That's probably the one I would want to run. It's probably yeah. the one I'd want to play. Um, player events. I do. I would like to play. I would like to play some Valorn stuff. Um, it's just not been right for my character and i've not been able to get to any mm. but I, I would like to play uh i mean i mean really i would like to do a big like major conjunction but that would have to be an empire event um like there's definitely battles that i have in my head that would i would like to do um but some things you couldn't do at player events do you know what i think would be quite cool actually um would be like an event that is almost that typical session one of a D&D game set in a tavern yeah with drinking games with tavern games maybe somebody comes running up from the kitchen because there's giant rats being spotted you know i kind of want to do something yeah, like I mean, that small group of people all there all dealing with something like that that would be really cool i mean we, like we, we live in in um 
you know, southwest of England in Gloucestershire, where, there, where there's mm. so much history around, uh, around you know the the the, the, Tudor, the Tudor period and previous to you know with, with the War of the Roses and things like that. There's there's so many historically um, historic buildings that would fit not only the Empire setting but like the Dornish uh, the Dornish uh, feel look and feel to them so there's a lot of taverns yeah. a lot of taverns taverns a lot of pubs around here that could pass as taverns um in that setting and yeah i have actually looked and been like oh yeah that would be wouldn't it be great just to have literally a night in here pretending we're all yeah. in a tavern you know warwick castle would be really cool because they've literally got the jousting thing set up they've got the huge big mm. center with all the flags all the way around it as well which is just like a mm. massive glory square pretty much yeah um that would be really cool yeah i mean the question isn't what what lot would you like to run because i have a long long answer for that one um yeah. but that's not that's not the question you'll have to ask me that the next time we do one of these q a's um yeah, uh, so uh, the next one is, um, again, from Phil. How much better have you both gotten with virtue over your two years? Okay, so is, is this how much better has have our characters got? Well, it says, have you over the past two years? I'm going to say it's us because we've had different characters in the past two years. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I've got way better with virtues. Like, <laughs> way, way so much better <laughs> with virtues. I'm so virtuous. <laughs> Well, no, I don't think that's. The, I don't think that's no, the no, question. No, I, I right? know. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so because obviously it's it's uh, it's it's a it's a made up religion with with a lot of a uh, lot of issues to it. Um, but uh, yeah, how how much do I know about like virtues over the past two years? I I probably have a very good. You know what's been weird, like coming off of this, this these answers we're giving, is it's it's at the beginning of this year we're like oh, we're not really new players anymore. Now I feel like we are we are definitely not new players. Like it's it's amazing how much of this game you pick up. There's still people that have infinitely more knowledge about the game in certain aspects to me, but it's actually quite incredible. Like we've we've had a couple of like guests on um, that you know I, for for whatever reason you know we haven't interacted with them like early in our game. And the reason we did it's because they weren't playing, you know, because mm. like, it's that it's that stage now we're getting like guests on and they're like, we've been playing longer than them. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like a lot of the players that I know and and role play with at Empire now have been playing less time than I have, which is which is mind blowing to me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So with the with the virtues question, um, when I started the game of Empire. I didn't want to touch any of that side, to be honest. I was very much like, I don't like role-playing any kind of thing that that edges on um, religion. And I, it wasn't for me. And I was like, I'm not going to touch it. It's just not going to be for me. So throughout the two years of playing it, I've ended up interacting with the game a lot, very organically, to the point now where I understand it in a completely different way than when we started the game i remember not even fully understanding what the virtues meant how do you show the virtues i had zero understanding whereas now i interacted with them so much more but i've also as a result made them quite integral to the new character to like that was one of the main things that i considered when creating her was okay which virtues is she most drawn towards whereas before that's something that ned didn't even cross my mind 
Um, so I think I'm both in game and out of game knowledge on it has definitely gone up and yeah. a lot more comfortable interacting with it as well. But it, it's also um, good game design, really. Like they, they've mm. managed to keep the woo out of it a lot, even though it is definitely a religion, definitely a religion, and the, you know there's there's fantastical aspects to it. Um, even the the fact that like Liao isn't isn't just some magic sub well it is it is is the so the, they describe liao like it's it's a physical substance that we <laughs> we gain and we eat and like there's a lot of interpretation like it yeah. l- literally like our visions and our true life visions and our understanding of the labyrinth isn't quite as concrete as maybe like the orcs have you know <laughs> because we take all this liao and we you know it's all point of view but it's it's like they've taken philosophy and made it into religion they haven't just. I can't remember what Matt said when we when we had him on. I think he he came up with this. He came up with this god, and I can't. Remember, I wish I could remember exactly what he was like. The god of biscuits or something like. That. Like no one cares about the god of biscuits. You know, it's 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 true. Like a lot of like times you play in D- and I love I love religion in fantasy. It's my it's my favorite. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of any like fantasy world building is the religion. But from a player perspective. A lot of time, it doesn't really matter about your your, your deities and your, your your pantheon and things like that, unless you have someone that really wants to get into that game. Whereas yeah. it, at Empire, they've made it so that the game is it's actually better that most people don't know because you have a whole load of players that want to teach other players about these virtues that they can you know. It, and again, it's more philosophy that they've turned into religion. Um, it, yeah, so it's, it's it's great. I love the I love the I love the religion game in in Empire. I love the magic yeah. system as well. I, I just I just I enjoy the game. Um, it's amazing. Uh, the next question from Phil is: Have you got kit upgrades over the winter done, in progress or planned? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I have um quite a few upgrades for Nymeria. Um, a lot of them were based on the upcoming player events. So for um Reapers and History and Virtue, I've got her like a proper nice dress to wear for these ones. Um, I've also finally got a cloak, everyone. I got a cloak. Yeah. I will be warm finally. Um, and I got her a new wig as well. Um, there's definitely a few things I'd like to continue adding. I think um if finances permit, I want to get the rest of the armor set that I've got, that poly set. I've got like the gorget and the, the pauldrons. I want to get all the, the 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 rest of that full set basically and just slowly keep adding to it because um it's really cool and I want to be like really hard to hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so for what like Damon needs, I need uh I, I got some more base layers for my combat kit um from bergschneider which are going to be arriving at some point and i'm actually going to do a video on them because uh they are it's like the D slash larp things which yeah. i don't think a lot of people are really talking about um so I'm, i might do a video on like uh trying those on and boxing them and, and seeing what they're like but they're the, the base layers are pretty much it's like i've got like a a gorget piece um uh gamerson part and they, they look thin enough because thing is the gamerson i've got is really really thick so it's practical mm-hmm. but for like larp it doesn't really need to be that thick you know and also like gambersons they take away like your sexy silhouette if you're femoral mask you know what i mean it just <laughs> it, it, it makes you just very like 
square you know like it, you know it, it kind of takes away the definition of your shoulders and your waist and your, your hips and whatever um but uh so these ones look i'm interested to see what these these look like and they're in the colors that i want um i picked up some um gauntlets but i haven't uh i got like half gauntlets whatever they're called mm. um i'm not i'm not very good with armor terminology but i so i got a pair of metal gauntlets that i'm gonna have to maybe dull not dull yeah yeah to, well like yeah i know what you mean a bit too shiny uh, so I'm not entirely sure how you get that like black or dark steel finish on actual like polished steel. Um, it's coming from a trained blacksmith, everyone. Uh, but I was uh, about to say you I'm, have a literal forge. I'm you must not, have a way of doing no, this. No, I mean, it's a different type of blacksmithing. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I I, I kind of need to uh, make them so they're not as shiny. But I didn't want to go for the full gauntlets with the fingers because really I very rarely get like hit on the fingers, but you do get hit on the palm and the wrist quite a lot so i think even though they've got proper full fingered gauntlets look cool they take away a lot of your dexterity you know for holding i mean i find them great when i was wearing them <laughs> yeah, i mean they're, they're fine but i just i just i just find that like especially when you've got a really like i've got a really lightweight uh two-handed sword currently and like when you've got big bulky like gloves on it's very difficult to you know whip it around and um and 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 do all that to, and also it's real difficult to get like water out of the water bottle thing it's difficult to get uh herbs and potions out of your pack when you've got oh, these yeah. big huge gauntlets on and you have to take them <laughs> off and um, i was picturing like take out one of my little potion bottles great smash yeah shit <laughs> yeah that that, 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 that that type of thing so yeah i got some i got some half gauntlets um i i do need to upgrade i would really like to make a a really fancy flower crown. I think Damon needs one of those for his winter kit. The the kit that I had made and I put together for Damon's first ever event is actually quite a warm kit. It's 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 pretty much a winter kit. Unfortunately, I I had it done for the hottest event of the year last year. Uh, so it's not yeah. actually winter kit I need. It's actually summer kit that I need. But that gives me a little bit more time to to upgrade. So. I think I'm going to be more than warm enough with the with a lot of the kit I already have. Um, I would like a new tabard, basically, and or surcoat with heraldry on it because it was a very last minute rush one that I did last time. So, oh, same. I, I want like a decent one. Like, um, I mean, what I'd actually like is one of those gambesons from Chow's. Um, mm. like those ones are really thin. They're quite a nice look, and um, she's got a really nice uh, burgundy red one that looks really good. I, I want one of those. Um, like a long one to kind of put on underneath the armor. I think that'd look cool. And then, like, yeah, get like some heraldry on top of it. Yeah. Right. Let's get to these last questions because right. they are good questions. Uh, these, but these okay. are the last few. So, um, to finish off, we have our last questions. Um, now these are um written Discord from Dolly, but they are actually from his partner Emily. Um, and these are the sensible questions. Dolly, who we all. had on the podcast last week. <laughs> if you were new to Empire again, what do you wish you would have known before attending? This is such a good question. It's a really good question. To the point where I'm like, what would I? What would I? Um, so if you were new to Empire, what would you wish you would have known before attending? I wish I would have... The people, I guess, you know, that's a weird yeah, answer, but say, yeah. um, the, the, the only, the, the best thing that happened after our first Empire events was the people, like it gets better and better because we know more and more people. 
Um, we we did uh, we we did enough research when it came to the weekend. So nothing to do with the game itself. Even if I'd known parts of the game, I wouldn't know that I would want to go into it. I probably still would have brought Godric, who was yeah. a bit vanilla, because I I think those types of characters are good to bring in in first time uh mm -hmm. someone who doesn't know all the stuff and isn't supposed to know all the stuff I, i'm quite happy with the character that i brought in i'm quite happy with the kit that i brought in um listening to other content creators on empire there's loads out there now that you can you can get a real good idea for what you actually need when it comes to camping and uh we pretty much had everything apart from I, I would have brought fire and a kettle to make coffee and coffee. That was my answer. I was literally going to say that's my only thing that I yeah. would have changed because the only thing we struggled with on that first event, um, we made friends when we got there. Like we, we made friends. It was fine. Yeah. But I had no armor. I survived. Um, I, yeah, I would have basically that what we literally changed for e2 so between e1 and e2 the things that we changed there are the things i wish i'd kind of known about originally which was yeah bring a fire pit and some wood coal whatever like just in case you need it because I, I kind of wish that we had had that and i do wish that we had the um like you said a kettle and stuff for coffee and things like that but that is literally that is it i mean everything else was fine we had everything else we needed for that first event yeah yeah we we, we were, i mean a lot of it is luck um the next the next question from from emily as well is would uh, would you have done something different before your first time at empire uh yeah not not really uh we we, we pro again with a lot of the stuff that we ended up doing we were lucky with we we I wouldn't have, because this is this would be different for a lot of people than us. Because I know a lot mm. of people go for their first time. They're like, "Oh, I wish I'd like got a group before I went, or I wish that I had um, taken this, or I wish I had uh, come as a tourist and then pick my nation." This is going to be different for everybody. Yeah, yeah. But for us, we like we picked the. I feel like we picked the right nation. We picked the we we picked the right way of going about approaching the brief. For us, this is all for us. Uh, we, you know, we, we came in as a couple, as as a as a as a pair, so technically a group, um, and we basically window shopped around for all the groups, and then we eventually joined groups. Um, yeah, we, we got a good feel for the game. Uh, we didn't we didn't come in being like, oh, I wish I knew this about Dawn or this about the magic system or this about the religion. We had a good grasp of what we wanted. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that I would have maybe had done would have been so we got our weapons at the event and it was um and that was based on a lot of advice because obviously you get them at the actual event you know they're going to pass um weapons check i got so fixated on weapons check and if they were passed or not one of the things i wish i'd actually done is got my weapons before the event and had a bit of a play with them and a feel and done a little bit of that because although I absolutely love fighting and I loved it so much, I didn't feel as prepared that first event for the combat side of it, which is what I ended up falling in love with. But again, I didn't know I was going to end up loving it so much, but I think maybe that is literally, that's me like 
really trying to think of something that I would have done different and yeah, that would be it because you you had no idea we talked about this the other day uh like mm. I I cannot remember the, the the moment where you went from me being like oh you know why don't we try this LARP thing and there's this fighting and blah 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 and you were just like oh okay you know you just like came along because i really wanted to, to to do it you know and and you were you were excited and you were a little bit nervous about lop in general mm. um but when it came to the fighting i can't remember you going from like oh this is the thing i absolutely love to do from before it because you weren't as enthusiastic before you weren't like i can't wait to try this combat thing you just went okay i guess i'll go out and do the combat because that's what we do here and then after that you were just like hooked you know i mean Without getting into like a really heavy topic, the world day to day can be quite scary. And I think it is really scary when you're a woman out and about just in everyday situations. And having that sort of worrying concern when you're out and about in public, when you're getting into an elevator, when you're walking to your car, everything like that. LARP was my first experience of feeling very strong and powerful and on that battlefield having these um large people um dressed as orcs running away from me falling at my feet and scared of me or scared of my character like that just felt the, the confidence that came from that like I felt so capable I felt so powerful I felt like wow I can achieve anything in this moment um like that, that just, I realized how much I needed that in my life. Um, and it is something that I kind of try to encourage everyone to go and try because it has changed me as a person so much. I'm very, still very aware of my surroundings and out and about in public, but I, 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 I treat it differently now because I know that I am capable of so much that I, I didn't realize I was before. So I guess that was the moment where I changed yeah. from being yeah. unsure to absolutely falling in love with it to the point where all I am looking forward to right now is to get back in that glory square, get back on that battlefield. It's all I'm looking forward to. Yeah. So, I mean, you, like, you couldn't have prepared for that. You know, you couldn't have been like, oh, no. yeah, you know, because <laughs> again, like we probably would have been like, and this is, this is sort of prep, I guess, you know, maybe do a bit more like cardio exercise beforehand and, and get ready. Yeah, because we've ready totally done that between every event since. Which, you know, we haven't. We haven't. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it, that kind of thing helps. But I mean, we, we yeah. were, I think we were just very lucky. Uh, and one of the best things about these types of experiences, because this is this is role play. This isn't this isn't acting you know this is different it's, it's a difference between role play and acting you know and i'm not i'm not a, yeah i've not been to acting school i couldn't i wouldn't be able to like t tell you definition what's different but for me you know uh role playing is is it's more like the improv side of of acting you know it's a very important part of acting but it's not completely acting it's, it's yeah. role play so that so one of the best things about role play is not knowing what is going to happen have it having uh going into the unknown which is something you do every day when you step out your door you don't know what interactions you're going to have you have an idea uh but when you're like okay i'm going to put myself into these situations where um i don't know what's going to happen you know that's scary for a lot of people you know yeah, i don't i don't, I don't know you know i don't someone might ask me about 
oh, what part of the empire am I from? You know, and the, the, by the way, that very rarely happens. I know it happens to some people. People go worried about their backstories and things like that, and be like, oh yeah, what if someone like drills me about the empire, and it's like, well, just say. I don't know, and you know, I'm not, again. There's no, there's I'm no, new. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm new, but that is also you can listen to all this like that bit of advice we just gave, but that's not really what it's about. It's about if you're role playing, it's being in that moment. You know, it's being in that moment where someone comes up and talks to you, and you're like, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting this. So uh, you you want to prep, make sure you're going to have a fun weekend, make sure that you have your your safe places to go, make sure that you have uh everything you're going to need for to keep yourself safe and warm and fed mm. uh for the weekend that's that's kind of all you need to do uh in my opinion yeah yeah so, no definitely mm. um yeah so on to our final question now final question our final question again from emily is this what helped you on deciding on the second best nation at empire before attending um <laughs> First, obviously, being then brackets players insert your nation here. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's one of the one of the the best things about the game because um, your your nation empire is like your like your class in D anD D or World of Warcraft or something like that. So you, you're going to get the people that go, oh yeah, you know, paladins are the best class. They are the best class, or you know, clerics or bards are the best class in D anD D. Um, an empire it's it's a you know it's a very much a a tribalism game we're playing an empire against everyone else and these empire the empire is made up of all these nations you pick a nation it's very the idea is it's supposed they're supposed to be distinct the gameplay is mm. supposed to be different in each one so you're going to have preferences there are people that have played in multiple multiple ones you know um, there are people that play in certain nations but actually think another nation is the best nation they just their friends just play in one nation uh, but your favorite nation is going to be something very particular to you that it's not it's not designed to have a right and wrong answer of mm. what's the best one the best one is going to be the one that you uh, like the look and feel of that you enjoy playing in you know that's that's going to be um you know the the dawn is is arthurian um myth and legend inspired knights um medieval knights of of um england and france and germany that's that's the look and feel if you're not into that that's obviously not going to be for you that is what i'm all about i'd love i'd love that aesthetic uh i love the uh i love the brief i think i've said this before when it comes to why we chose the nation um dawn actually was the reason i joined empire not or so, yeah. yeah so so i wanted to larp and i saw dawn and that's what I wanted to do. I didn't. I didn't come to Empire and be like, "Oh, I really want to go to Empire." Hmm. Which nation do I want to be part of? I saw Dawn first and went, "That's what I want to do," you know. And it's part of this game called Empire, and blah blah. And I get to go and be a a knight in shining armor. That is that's literally what I want to go do and fight orcs as a knight, you know, in a kind of mid tier uh, magic system fantasy setting. And it's a bit mm. political. And that's the type of game that I would like to play. There's all these other awesome. There's all these other awesome nations which just added to the experience of Dawn for me. So it wasn't. It wasn't really a. Uh, which one do I decide on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, when it came to deciding on Dawn, honestly, I didn't make the decision. I um, 
when I know Oliver has retold this story many times now where he sort of like came in through and was like, you know, I want to try this LARP thing. Um, I went for Dawn because it is the one that Oliver had um, really liked the look of. And I didn't feel overly drawn to any of them to begin with. I was more just like, oh, well, I don't really know. I don't know what it's going to be like. And it took me a while. I think um, when you read out the testing aspect of Dawn, like the test of ardor and things like that, that immediately started playing scenarios in my head that I was like, oh, wow, I think I want to like go through that and everything. Um, Honestly, I wasn't too sure. It was just like you've already said a few times, we were so lucky with how we ended up just falling into the right game for us. Um. Now, I honestly cannot imagine myself in any other nation at all. I love Dawn so much. And I can see myself in Dawn for a very long time. Even if Namiria goes, I can see myself playing every single ar- archetype in Dawn because I adore it. Yeah, we, we, we've discussed this before. Like, I, I honestly, like, there's other nations that I, I now that I know them better, like, I, I still like the brief of certain ones um, a lot. Uh, and there's certain ones that I like playing with, but probably wouldn't want to be part of. Um, but for me to leave Dawn, it would need to be like an out of character reason or a or, if, or if our group literally came up to us and gave us like a pitch for moving. and was like, hey, I've oh, got- yeah, yeah, yeah. If the entire group wanted to move to a different nation, yeah. then it'd be like, yeah. yeah. And again, it would need to be like <laughs> in a fantastic pitch or a really good reason. Like, a, like if they went, right, okay, you know, I've got this idea for a high guard chapter here is here is the pitch you know like a dm coming to you with a, a campaign pitch like oh yeah i've got this idea it's, it's a high guard thing this is the history this is this this is the look and feel this is what i want to do with it that would be the only reason i would ever move currently mm. so thank, <laughs> okay so that was the last of our questions thank you very much everyone who submitted questions into our discord again if you want to jump into our discord community then you can do via our patreon i will put a link down below or if you just want to support us there are other ways of supporting us things like coffee and things like that the biggest thing you can do to support us though is to like this video subscribe to the channel if you are new here and comment down below if you're listening on your favorite audio platform leaving us a five-star review also will help us out tremendously uh with all that done and dusted we are going to say goodbye uh, make sure you go and check out some of our other videos that we have done if you're sitting watching this on youtube until the next time though we love you very much and stay safe